to the Plastic Things Podcast. Little Melvin. He's a 90-pound weakling. Everyone hated Melvin. I'm gonna take this mop and shove it down your throat. They teased him. I wanna do it with you. Okay. They taunted him. They tormented him until he had a horrifying accident and fell into a vat of nuclear waste. Transforming little Melvin into a hideously deformed creature of superhuman size and strength. Melvin became the Toxic Avenger. The first superhero born out of nuclear waste. Holy shit! I don't know what it was, but it saved my life. All right, everybody, drop your tacos or I'll blow your brains out. The vandals and the perverts had their way with the little people of Tromaville until the Toxic Avenger ripped them apart. The Toxic Avenger. His face is so terrifying. We can't show it to you now. You'll have to see the movie for yourself. The Toxic Avenger can bend steel with his bare hands. Oh, we're all kid. Get it? Leap small cars in a single bound. He crushes drug pushers. Smashes hit and run drivers. For incredible explosive action, you must see the Toxic Avenger. He's a different kind of hero. The Toxic Avenger is coming to your town. Look out. Happy Earth Day, and welcome to the Plastic Fangs Podcast and Class Horrorcast Earth Day Celebration Watch Party of the Toxic Avenger. This is Rodney Self. This is John Ramsey. This is Aaron Doyle of the Class Horrorcast. Yeah, we already said your name, Aaron. <laughs> no. Just want to make that clear for everybody. It's not, it's not Class Horrorcast podcast. It's Class Horrorcast. Classhorrorcast.com. Class Horrorcast. Class Horrorcast. Absolutely. That's going to get you to at least 30 in Ireland there. Yep. <sighs> so just to give everyone a bit of context there as to what Rodney's talking about, uh, I was, I wouldn't say gloating, but I was proud of my accomplishments of 49th in the uh, iTunes charts in Ireland. And I find out that the two guys uh, have been ranked 37. So, hmm. yes. Uh, good stuff. Well, um, we couldn't have got there without you, but absolutely. <laughs> That's all I can say. I'm just going to put more salt in my own wounds now <laughs> and say that this, the guys got this rating before we even released an episode together. So, we couldn't have got there without you. Take, I can't mm-hmm. even take credit. Well, well, uh, well. well I mean, you know, <laughs> it, it's it's cool. I, I mean, I, I keep telling Bono to stop texting me, but you know, 
it is what it is someday i'll get there absolutely you know um and it's funny because if we were to look up uh because you were home podcast they might be in the top 10 yes (laughs) (laughs) this is true this is true we're talking about our good buddies uh, uh because you were home podcast part of the horror pod fam uh, that uh, group that we have going on, uh, Grace and Emer, uh, giving uh, some shout out and uh, much love to y'all. And uh, John, can you make a spooky noise to scare Grace while she's like going to work or something? <laughs> Grace, that's for you. Uh, Emer, uh, your bottle of Prosecco is on the way. <laughs> So, so it is Earth Day. Today yes, is a day, day where we we celebrate the Earth. We uh, we recycle. We um, we use uh, metal straw. Yeah. We um, we, we try uh, to uh, make less of a carbon footprint. Absolutely. Yeah. We we maybe we we buy a Tesla. Well, we right? could get into yeah Tesla yeah, but that's probably. Mm-hmm probably worse for the environment because you yeah but that's a whole other story <laughs> it's better but also the manufacturing that's a lot of plastics and this and that and the other but hey whatever uh, i get ball. it <laughs> but so, again it's better than gasoline and oils and this and that i get it down i don't know if you know this but uh elon musk listens to everything and sure. um <laughs> so i have a feeling our 37th rank is <laughs> severely in jeopardy it's it's in peril 100 <laughs> percent. but uh but yeah it's uh aaron on earth day wh- what do you do man do you uh do you recycle do you plant a tree what 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 happens so uh, I'm not sure how people are going to pick this up, but uh, I actually didn't even know Art Day was a thing. You know what? It's okay. So <laughs> I'm just taking L's here from the start. No, you're good. You're good. The first Earth Day uh, was solely in the United States, of course, you know, gotcha, okay. and all that. But uh, in 1990 is when it became, became kind of national. And I remember it because they had a huge TV special and Michael Keaton was there and a bunch of other acts and stuff. And the special ran on all the TV stations. It was simulcast on all the TV mm-hmm. stations. It was a big Earth Day was was like a big thing, you know, and it, it was about recycling and stuff like that. So the cool thing about Earth Day and a cool thing, Aaron, actually about what you bring up that you said that you didn't know that it was a thing. Mm-hmm. It's also about spreading awareness, brother. So, so I'm doing everybody a service. Then you, you are a service now to the earth. You have yeah. done a service. Somebody, now I can spread the word. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, you can, now when the pubs open back up and you could say, hey, motherfuckers, <laughs> there's this thing called Earth Day. You better recycle those cans of Guinness. You know, but um, but but Earth Day is is great. And in fact, when we were doing our last watch party, which was the Blair Witch, no Leprechaun, no Leprechaun, my bad. Um, we actually uh, were talking, uh, of course, with a good friend Aaron, and we were like, dude, what's the next thing we could do? Because we have so much fun, and we know y'all love to listen to the watch parties here. And uh, we were like, you know, well, what's another like holiday coming up and everything? And I was like, well, yeah, we started looking at the calendar. Yeah. yeah. And, and the first thing was uh, April 1st is April Fool's. And it's like, nah, everyone's going to be doing yeah, April every, Fool's Day. And, and that's sure enough, the, that's bullshit. 
it happened. Every horror podcast happened to do something about April, uh, April Fool's Day, which is great. And we're probably going to do that next year. Bullshit. <laughs> no. <laughs> we were like, you know, it's hey, not even let's... a real horror movie. Mm. Absolutely. We were like, <laughs> like, you know what? <laughs> uh, but I was like, you know what? Earth Day is coming up. Uh, and, um, when I and I was like, what horror movies like for Earth Day? And we were kind of thinking, dude, you just you could, yeah, you said Earth Day, yeah, that, and you and you just went boom, you already had an answer yeah. for it. And we're like, oh, that's a good idea, man. Hey, that's really good. I would, I mean, Toxic Avenger, man, mm-hmm. Toxic Avenger. Well, I mean, in fact, um, Toxic Avenger is, uh, is something that. Uh, I mean, I remember watching the film on like Cinemax when I was young, but I mean, there was the cartoons that came out mm-hmm. and the cartoons kind of came out and, and the whole genesis of Earth Day going worldwide and everything, because you kind of had the cartoon Captain Planet. Yeah, that was definitely yep. a, that was definitely a byproduct of Earth Day going into the, into yep. the 90s. Definitely. Aaron, are you a big Captain Planet fan? Uh, not necessarily, and I mm-hmm. might as well say it now as well. Uh, mm-hmm. I have never seen this movie, so I oh, I'm, that's right, yeah. So I'm switching. Mm-hmm. Uh, Aaron's flying blind on this yeah. one, and completely. I'm, I did, I'm glad it. I did research because, <laughs> because yeah. before we started recording, before, before we got on with you, I was like, I can't wait to hear Aaron's research because man, he's good. And then Randy <laughs> <Bradley laughs> went, Well, funny, you should add, uh, you should mention that. He said he's going. He's going to this blind. I went, huh? Well, okay then. I'm glad I did a lot of stuff. <laughs> and I, when I say blind, I mean like I have got super blind. If, if, even if you ask me the premise of this movie, mm-hmm. I am not sure. Uh, you're. I call it going in Stevie Wonder or Ray Charles on this one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So here's one super before blind. we get started. Uh, mm-hmm. If you each of you could give me uh, in your own words a two three line breakdown of your explanation of this movie you're writing the blurb for the back of the blu-ray bullied nerd falls into toxic waste comes kick-ass superhero and saves the day yeah that's yeah with gore and Mm -hmm. uh the stamp of trauma (laughs) so yeah so yeah, that that that's yeah, that's that's essentially the movie. Yeah. So is he the hero or the villain? He's the hero. He uh one of the mm-hmm. taglines on the poster is uh, the first superhero from Jersey. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it, it's he he's the hero of, of the movie. He actually, as he as he goes through the movie after his his transformation, he uh can sense corruption and evil yes. and he's compelled oh, to kill wow. it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I had seen a couple I can remember. I can't remember the scene, but I, I, the one thing I do vaguely remember about the movie is there's a, a scene where he has his back to the camera and there's a really badly dubbed voice. I think that's right when his transformation was happening in the bathtub, yeah. And it's like <laughs> so bad. Yeah. I, I can vaguely remember, I think, that. Yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's during the transformation <laughs> scene, yep. <laughs> Well, the, the cool thing uh, about this, and it's it's really going to be really cool because we're going to be able to get your uh, reactions. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, 
you know, this is the this is the movie that that launched trauma as a horror, you know, yeah. uh, blood and guts kind of uh, film company. Yeah, th- because, this is the droopy eyed face that launched yes. a thousand movies, if you will. Yes. <laughs> the, uh, like Nightmare on Elm Street is the house uh, new made new line, the house that Freddie built. Uh, you know, trauma is the uh, house that Toxie built. If you um, yeah, be- before this movie, they'd been um, Lloyd uh, Kaufman and Michael Hertz, who mm-hmm. created trauma. They were making like sexy films, John. Yeah. From from like eighty to eighty three, they made four movies that were like these sexy, sexy. comedies, yeah. quote unquote. Uh, and from seventy nine, the first one was called Squeeze Play. All these movies, by the way, the titles end with an exclamation mark. Mm-hmm. So Squeeze Play, uh, Waitress exclamation mark from nineteen eighty one, Stuck on You nineteen eighty two, and then the movie The First Turn On from nineteen eighty three. So all these were the yeah these like little sex comedy movies i saw some of the trailers mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> it was yes. yeah good family films well it's not even like that it's just like you you just it felt like a weird mad magazine trying to be very adult yeah you know like and they they made a movie well um you know so with with this this is obviously the first one the first mm-hmm. toxic avenger movie um you know, obviously there were more, um, but the thing is, is that I guess the big news is they're getting ready to remake this one yeah. and it's going to have Peter Dinklage and they just announced Jacob Tremblay is going to be in it as well. Oh, the kid, the, the kid, kid actor. yeah, He's, um, he, for, he was in room and he was in that, um, the bad kids movie that Seth Rogen and uh, what's his name is called good boys. Yeah. Yeah. Good yeah. boys. Uh, um, and Evan Goldberg. Uh, mm-hmm. What was the, he was in a twilight zone episode yeah. when they redid it for CBS all access. He played the president of the United States. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, and then um, for all you Dr. Sleep fans out there, he was in Ooh, that movie. Yeah. The, if you've ever, I don't want to yeah. spoil that movie because it's, re- it's mm-hmm. a good movie, but He's in a very horrific scene in that movie. Very horrific. Yeah, yeah. pretty crazy. But yeah, good actor. So that that, that sounds pretty good. I, I I will go. Well, I heard Peter Dinklage is going to be in the re- reboot. I right. was like, well, I want to see where this is going to go. Absolutely. And, and, you know, and of course, the good thing about the reboot is that, you know, Lloyd Kaufman uh, and Michael Hertz are are producing it. Mm-hmm. They are producers on good. this. So, I mean, good for them. you know, um, but the the th- the thing about it is though is that you know not only was it this film and and then more films that followed yeah. but it was also there was the cartoons and the cartoons were the the toxic venture cartoon ca- kind of came out around the same time of captain planet so you had again a cartoon that was very environmental aware. I mean, I they really like, pushed. Like 1990, 1990 yeah. or 91. Yeah, yeah. They really pushed that whole, you know, uh, Toxie was a superhero of the earth. You know, well, and, and I think also too, uh, Troma saw, hey, we can, yeah. we, can, we can get in on this. <laughs> There's money to be made here, which is good for them. You know, that right. makes sense. And of course, with that, it, you know, they were they had toys, mm-hmm. uh, the Toxic Avenger toys. There was he a big, had all yeah. of those toys, but oh, I'm sure he did. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, there's a video game uh, that they released. I think it was on Game Boy, I think. Oh, yeah. And um, really? yeah, there is a Toxic Avenger. It's video called, there game. was called the Toxic Crusaders, right? Yes. The, 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 yes. Uh, and then, of course, the uh, the stage play. There's a stage musical, a musical. that's <laughs> off Broadway as well. So, uh, the Toxic Avenger has been a part of, you know, of pop culture, and it's it. You know, while it helped create the brand that we now know as Trauma, mm-hmm. I mean, and it's and it's great to see. I'm. I mean. I, I think Toxic Avenger is one of those remakes that's coming up that a lot of people are, are excited for. Usually people groan about a remake or something. Guilty. <laughs> yeah. There's something exciting about this one. Oh yeah. I, because, but also too, I mean, if you look at it, it's, it's the, the original, it was not trying to reinvent the will. <laughs> it was yeah. like, hey, we're, we're here for shocking entertainment. We hope you like it. So yeah, I'm, I'm, lo- I'm looking forward to see what they're going to do. With, with this reboot so uh i'm going to be watching this on amazon prime john how are you going to i'm watching it on voodoo mm-hmm. uh see my, my version says it's the director's cut but we we took a consensus it's all the same movie because it's yes. the same 83 minutes <laughs> and, and were you watching it aaron yeah hey youtube the usual youtube uh, I, I, yeah i'd imagine it's probably worldwide on on that i think it's Two ninety nine for the HD version. So, yeah. Right on. Well, I'm going to start this Earth Day by uh, opening up my can of uh, zero cola, and I'm going to I'm I'm going to promise to the listeners that when I am done drinking out of this can, I am going to put it into the recycling bin. What do you got going there, Aaron? I have a half finished bottle of red wine so red I, wine? Will, oh. nice. I will make sure to recycle this glass right. hey John, and, if you, and if you look at it when you only you only recycle beer and and wine you, you never really keep it don't do you oh i'm drinking my uh my bubbly water hi okay. how are you yeah and and <laughs> what are you going to do with your can when you're done with it john going right in the trash I'm gonna I'm gonna bury it <laughs> in the backyard. So, you know I'm gonna mm-hmm. burn it. That's what I'm gonna do. I'm just gonna take all my trash and burn it in the backyard of my apartment complex. I hope I don't get in trouble. <laughs> so, what was that? Just throw it in a pile on the floor. Yeah, dude. Yeah. You know what? I'll let some someone else can yes. deal with it. There we go. Yeah. Put it next to your bag of. <laughs> put it next to your bag of fingernails, John. Yeah. There you go. I save those. <laughs> But I won't save anything else. There it is. Gross. Um, (laughs) uh, And, uh, uh, you know, also some some other ways that you can uh, help out the earth is um, instead of driving, walk. Or ride a bicycle. I hope you don't have to go cross country. (laughs) I mean, Forrest Gump did it. That was a movie. That was a book than a movie. So, are you telling me that Tom Hanks did not actually run a marathon and they just filmed it? This is true. This is key. Oh, okay. Very true. <laughs> also, when you mentioned Tom Hanks, completely yes. unrelated fact that has nothing to do with anything. And I think I've brought this up before, but I'm just going to do it again. Mm-hmm. Uh, the movie Saving Private Ryan was actually filmed in the town I live in. Oh, the town did... of Wexford. Nice. Curricle- I didn't know that. Curriculum Beach is the. 
it's Ireland's, um, I think, most popular, most famous, nicest beach. That's where they filmed all that invasion. The Normandy scenes. Mm-hmm. Oh, damn. Holy cow. So wow. There's a random pointless fact. No, dude, that's no. awesome, man. I Because no that scene, yeah, dude, yeah, that's awesome. That, that opening scene is legendary, man. Yes. Uh, Very cool. Were you running around in the background or something? Or shit, how would you would have been a kid? Yeah, it was one of those things where like everybody from the town was like trying to be down there. Uh-huh. Be like, can I be in the movie? And it's like, no, you're just regular people. This is Damn. see all the, the military stuff. This is not like I want to be an ally. I don't want to be a Nazi. Can I be an ally? <laughs> there is a there was a page. Uh, I can't remember the name of it, but it was on Facebook where people from around here were posting pictures with people from the movie they had met oh and, like, wow there's, there's lots of different photographs of tom hanks in like those really like rural like middle of nowhere pubs mm-hmm. or um i think there's some shots of steven spielberg and he's like in some like tiny tiny little pub in some like back ass place <laughs> with, like you know two old men and a farmer and somebody else Dude, that's it's awesome. so weird to see them like that's awesome. I always wondered, that, I was yeah. like, who like how do you location scout and out of everywhere in the world go like let's go to this tiny little town in the southeast of Ireland? That that'll I, work. I guess awesome. they're looking at like the old like you know photographic mm-hmm. stuff of Normandy, like like but what kind of could match, you know. Yeah, it's just crazy when I think about it. I'm like, because not never happens here. It's one of those towns <laughs> where like ah yes, it's just like time doesn't pass by or anything it's just the same all the time i don't know man i the stuff you've told us before mm-hmm. uh, it sounds like you got that, that that street preacher guy he sounds crazy <laughs> <laughs> you, you we, got some stuff have, going that, on yeah that's the one thing we have going for us we we do have probably uh we probably have the highest rating of characters like things like toxic adventure where we have mm. like the, the the street preacher and we have a guy called eyeball paul um, dude that's awesome <laughs> eyeball have, paul uh, yeah there's another guy uh tommy pubes <laughs> yeah, that, that's for a completely other conversation awesome. <laughs> but there's all these like random like town mm. mascots that's funny yeah it's weird dude that's awesome yeah. <laughs> tommy is it tommy pubes Tommy pubes. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's the dirty mafia. <laughs> <laughs> and it's so funny because like around here, if you were to say to somebody like, oh, you know, that's mm-hmm. eyeball Paul or whatever, it'd be like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Him. It's like everybody knows who all these people are. <laughs> Tommy Pubes. That's crazy. Well, you know, <laughs> it, it's kind of funny. It almost sounds like Wexford could be the New Jersey of Ireland. It, it sounds like you live in Tromaville. Because <laughs> yes. this movie has a this guy, this movie has a, a guy his name is Cigar Face. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, and when I say the New Jersey of Ireland, it's because our film tonight uh, for the Pl- Plastic Fangs class horror cast watch party, uh, the Toxic Avenger was filmed in New Jersey. And mm-hmm. we'll get into that. But uh, we've got our uh, streaming platforms ready to go. Yep. Uh, we're going to hit the play button in three, two, and one. Play. There it is. And there it is. Uh, the famous opening of trauma yep um 
like you said, yeah, trauma team release. This is the mm-hmm. this is the movie that that got trauma into horror. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna hit you with uh, hit you with the stats. Uh, directed by Michael Hertz and Lloyd Kaufman, written by Lloyd Kaufman and Joe Ritter. The budget of this movie was four hundred seventy-five thousand mm-hmm. dollars. Their box office was only eight hundred thousand. But mm-hmm. uh, I, I I was trying to find how much they've actually made you know, with VHS and, and video and this and that, I'm sure they've made a ton since sure. then on, on all of the, uh, merchandising. Merch, yeah. Yeah. And then re-release and this and that. Yeah. But, uh, originally, uh, the original theatrical release was on May of 1984 Well, in May of 1984, New York city only. Uh, and then it came to, um, video in 1987. Um, yep. It was, Oh yeah, this is a 1984 comedy splatter film. Uh, do you know what the original name of this was supposed to be called? Uh, I had heard it once, but uh, it was just on screen. It was supposed to be called Health Club. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it's weird. Oh yeah, well we just been introduced to now. That's the 98 so, pound. Oh, I'm sorry, I already man. love this. Yes. <laughs> Okay. Uh, the, 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 the the nerd uh, played uh, Mark Torgel is Torgel, yeah. Yes. Okay, these two guys they make me laugh every time because <laughs> I'm like, you know what? They seem like they're really having a good time. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, let's see here. Um, yeah, Mark Torgel he plays Melvin Ferd. That's mm-hmm. the name of the character. Also, uh, now later on in the in the in the the sequels of the Toxic Avenger, they changed his last name to uh, to Junko. Mm-hmm. which i don't know why this is melvin junko yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah he plays the janitor of the tromaville fitness um uh, health club mm-hmm. this is all before he becomes <laughs> <laughs> the toxic avenger. okay the, the the villains in this are cartoonish but i i do love them um yeah. i guess i guess i think this movie with the whole half of the reason why this movie was made too is uh, is because the whole health craze of going yeah. into the the eighties. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, you can look at movies like Perfect, right? You know. Yeah, like and the... from nineteen eighty five, it was a year yeah. later. Yeah. Okay, these guys. Okay, <laughs> dude, Melvin's <laughs> awesome. I love. When I remember as a kid, I was like, Melvin's a weird looking dude. But after watching this dude's performance, I love this character. <laughs> He's great. He's great. Uh, but and... yeah, um, these villains. That's Bozo slug with the uh, red head headband uh wanda was the blonde and the brunette is julie uh they are going to become uh bigger parts of the movie here as we go in <laughs> it's it's aaron what how you feeling sir uh, I, like honestly i'm not gonna like coming into it i was like mm, is there a reason that i've never felt the need to go and watch this or have I had some weird preconceived notions about it? And already I'm like smiling and like, wow, yeah. this is fucking, I can see this is already going to be something. Oh, yeah. So this guy is, this guy here in the blue shirt, he's yeah. the Mark Torn. Yeah, yeah. yeah th- so this is, a, yeah. This, think of this as his Steve Rogers before he becomes the, uh, the Captain, <laughs> the America, Captain America. Yeah. If you will. <laughs> he hasn't gotten the uh, super soldier serum yet, if you know what I mean. Yeah. You know? Now, yeah. The, oh, go ahead, man. Uh, no, I was just gonna say. I mean, you know, the characters and the villains and stuff are usually in trauma movies just 
over the top, just yelling yeah. and screaming and neck veins and all of that. And it's just, you really hate these people. And, yeah. you know, poor Melvin, he's just, you know, he's sad. Rewatching this a few weeks ago in, yeah. in preparation for research, I was like, my God, I was Melvin in middle school and high school. <laughs> <laughs> you uh, know? Yeah, you were. Very I, much was. So. I was. I was skinny. I was a tiny little guy. I was what? like a, maybe like 90 pounds in middle school. And then when I graduated high school, I was like 135. So I was like, yeah, I can relate to, <laughs> I can relate. <laughs> no, I was actually, uh, uh, well, I mean, you also had a, um, you also mopped everywhere you went. Yeah. Too, so. And I threw it in people's faces when they're in hot tubs. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. I now was see, the mopper. I don't know if you see, but the way that he's doing these, uh, these bench presses there, uh, you're not going to uh, get, uh very strong by doing it like fast like that you have to do it slow and i like how they're working out and smoking cigarettes in the, yes. the health club <laughs> well health clubs uh were uh really more than just getting healthy they were also about boning other people yes kind of no. like uh how planet fitness is now <laughs> really <laughs> Huh? What is that? What is, is, is this just a hookup place before? COVID? Yes, it's ten dollars a month, and well, I mean, even during COVID, ten dollars a month, you get to go and and say I'm going to the gym, but you're just gonna go and and probably hook up with somebody. Oh, here's a plot point. Uh, yes. The these uh the villains are they like to run over people. Uh, it's almost like Death Race 2000. They they have their own set of points when they run over people. So right right there. Yeah, we made it at the headlines, man. And he's keeping that like a serial killer in his locker at the, at the health club. Oh, uh, you know what the kill count of this movie is? Um, No. Now, the spoilers, Aaron. I know this is brand new. You've never seen this, but it's oh, tw- 26, oh, sorry, 27 kills and one dog death. So FYI. So this is, from what I remembered of this, and maybe it was part of the reason why I didn't want to watch it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It's shot a lot better than I remember. It yes, yeah. I think the, the version you probably I thought the same thing. This this version I'm seeing is a really good cut, and it's 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 been cleaned up since the 80s and 90s. Yeah, like I feel like when I watched this, it was like I think maybe I had that vision in my mind that it was like unwatchable. Yeah. Sorry, Melvin just walked. He's just staring like a per. See, that's me. Middle school and high school, I would have done the same thing. <laughs> I don't know if I would have had that same look on my face watching people do it. <laughs> yeah, it's, you know, it's it's really weird, too, because uh, she's got uh, a knife and she's threatening him, uh, obviously uh, not leaving her position. Um, she brings protection. <laughs> yes. Uh, but the thing is, it's, you know, it's, it would be kind of weird to, you know, if you're a serial killer that kills people with your vehicle to find a woman who gets turned on by the fact that you do that. Yeah. I mean, I guess birds of a feather. Yeah. <laughs> I, okay, now, yeah, Aaron, you'll want to keep an eye on this scene. Yeah, uh, because this, they're this uh, basically yeah, using the slang word for every uh, look. Look what they have. They <laughs> they had a kill count of of silhouettes on the side of their car. Oh yeah. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, those are some mom jeans right there. I'll tell you. First off, why would she let him out that late to go bicycling? Well, I mean, as you do. I mean, and it's it's one of so this is one of those times when you watch a trauma movie 
you know, and you kind of have that thought because you, a trauma movie just gets started and you're thinking that this movie is like any other movie that you'd see. And then trauma reminds you that it you're ain't. watching <laughs> a trauma movie. Yeah. Yes. How much is a kid on a bicycle? 28 points. 20, Here we ooh. go. Here we go. Here, here's the moment of truth. She said, coast is clear, bozo. <laughs> oh, and hey. he, oh, I mean, he's even got a helmet on, so at least he's protected. You know, uh, in the 80s, kids didn't wear helmets that much. Oh, no. Here we go. <laughs> they, over- if- they overcranked this. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it's good stunt driving here. And... Um, this poor kid look at all those beer cans. Right. they didn't recycle oh and, uh, <laughs> yes and right here you know uh years later ari aster would recreate a similar scene for the <laughs> yes. movie hereditary you're right um however this Dude. is oh they fucked that little kid up look at yeah <laughs> that's what i was just gonna say that stunt guy really sold that hit <laughs> well, yeah, um, yeah. Well, here's the, uh, the reason why they picked uh, this kid because he was the same size as the stunt man, <laughs> which makes sense. But uh, the, the, yeah, they they knew they wanted to have a kid, but yeah, they both were the same height and everything. Oh, the job ain't done. Yeah, nope. <laughs> and <laughs> again, oh, oh. <laughs> okay. You're wa- you're watching a trauma film. Uh, this this scene, the head crushing scene, uh, it was based off of when Lloyd Kaufman uh, he was backing his car out of his garage and he accidentally hit his younger sister. Yeah, oh. uh, he said nobody was harmed, but the idea stayed with him for years. Oh, look at that! Oh, I bet. Oh, the, the special effects too. Uh, it's it, all they did was they used a, a melon, filled it with uh, corn syrup and red food coloring, mm-hmm. and just put a wig on it and put it attach it to a body. Wow, <laughs> how do you feel about uh? those chicks looks wise first oh they're, they're straight up like hot 80s chicks <laughs> so how would you feel about dating them then if they were into that shit taking pictures oh of my god no they're like they're, heads and dead they're, bodies they're they're charles manson like the the manson family girls <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're they're nuts <laughs> well i don't know if it's been a while since i've had a date or anything like that um I mean, I I I maybe wouldn't swerve if a squirrel was coming. I mean, you know, <laughs> I mean, here we are in the aerobics class. I like the nonchalant people in the in the. Class. I still like the, the two dudes that were in the beginning in the yeah. speedos. They're in the back. <laughs> They're always <laughs> popping up in it. So but, I'm not uh, gonna lie. When I watch these things, mm-hmm. and it was the same in. Um, I think it was American Horror Story in 1984. Mm. I always want to transport back in time for a while and be able to dress like that. And have like the the shitty music and just mm-hmm. like just experience it just even for a day. No, it, where they had those yeah. weird um what are those? Uh they're like they're like pajama pants, but they have all these weird like a uh, zebra print. Oh, um, um, Zumba's. Yes, because didn't Bray Wyatt the rest yes. or the Fiend or whatever? Yes, so I was actually going to buy release. some of those. And I yeah. was like, what am I doing? So as someone who owned a pair of Zumba's, um, 
I mean, they were comfortable. They were, they, I did, uh, you know, when they were, everyone, there was a lot of people that warm, not John. He couldn't no, afford sorry. them. I'm laughing because Melvin's awesome. <laughs> His yeah. performance is he's just, he's just a spaz. Sorry. No, but, uh, but yeah, no, it's, I, I did, I did rock him. John, uh, was not lucky enough to have some. No, I probably had denim shorts. Yeah. <laughs> nice yeah like ricky bobby delivering pizzas <laughs> <laughs> so i feel like I, i'd like a pair of them and then rock a shitty cut off tank top and a fanny pack there you go and headband yeah. don't forget the headband <laughs> now hey, you I'll can go two what. ways with a headband the like the one you work out with or you could do like a, a bandana mm-hmm. yeah i'll tell you what uh, choice aaron when you come over we'll throw an 80s party and Dude. You can, yes. yeah Dude. that would be awesome I've never, I've never went to an '80s party. That would be cool as shit. I've only been to Halloween parties where you, where you dress yeah. up, or I guess, yeah, that's pretty much been it. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> here, uh, Mel, Melvin's getting uh, propositioned. Uh, so freaky, I like, isn't he? <laughs> God, man. <laughs> I mean, and but he gets it the point across. I yeah. mean, and he's he does I mean, like wow. <laughs> He, and he's just out there. <laughs> he thinks he's getting lucky, but we all know that they're there's they're, a hidden agenda. Plans. Yeah. Okay. Now these two guys, uh, their names are Bozo and Slug. Mm-hmm. Bozo is the dude without the headband. Uh, that's Gary Schneider. Um, uh, during pre-production, Vincent D'Onofrio was supposed to uh, be play the role of Bozo because uh, he had just been in a, a trauma movie previous, one of those sex comedies, uh, the first turn-on movie. That wow. was Vincent D'Onofrio's first movie. Wow. So, uh, but prior to filming, D'Onofrio asked for a slight raise in pay and instead was fired from this movie. And that's how Gary got the uh, got wow. the gig as Bozo. Now, uh, you will also recognize him from uh, Class of Newcomb High. He played Pete. Yes. Yeah, a lot of the, the people in this movie would go on to keep on doing trauma. But yeah, sorry. These two truck drivers bring in the toxic waste. They're about to get high on crystal coke which i guess is crack right <laughs> yeah um but also too it's um i mean they're just hauling around toxic waste and, without tops <laughs> and if we learned anything from uh friday the 13th part eight is that there were just cans of toxic waste all over the place everywhere especially jersey but definitely in manhattan <laughs> mm-hmm. no poor poor melvin he's just yeah. he's getting his 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 hopes up I, I can't blame him in a way. Another yeah. question I had as well, because over here, I feel like the 80s style was a little bit different. Mm-hmm. Did guys actually wear those weird um, like crop tops? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Especially if you were in good shape. Yeah. you Yeah. If you had abs yeah. to rock, you would rock them. Yeah. Now, yeah. like in the 90s, you'd be like, mm, what are you doing? <laughs> but well, 80s, I mean, yeah. and some football players uh, like Ezekiel Elliott, uh, from uh, the Dallas Cowboys actually wears ha- a half shirt and they try to bring that style back. Yeah. But nice. I, I had a half shirt. I, I had two or three half shirts when I, cause I mean, I was a kid and it's, uh, you know, also the shorts were up higher, your socks were longer and mm-hmm. all that. I had a lot of like crappy shirts or hand-me-downs from my brother. Cause I had a brother. So I never had any like the, uh, of the day styles <laughs> you know i had like the generic whatever and, oh yeah this, uh, <laughs> this is sissy stuff yeah i had that written down this is sissy stuff yeah 
because it, it was really turn her on if he puts on a tutu. Yes. <laughs> That's how she'll do him. And there we go. There's the goods. This and... is twice within, like, we're not even a half hour in. There's already been, like, two scenes of nudity. Yes. That's I'm the stamp of trauma. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. Wow. I that was not tough. expecting it to go there. Yeah. See, yeah. When I first saw this, I was like, why is it? See, I catch it in pieces like on USA Up All Night mm -hmm. when they would play just crappy movies and oh, they would man. edit this. And I was like, why is he wearing a tutu? See, I'd be that excited too. He's about to get laid. <laughs> Do you know what I'm really liking? The soundtrack. Oh, see, I, I have it on mute. I can't even hear. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah. It does have good music. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so uh, here it's it's dark. Mm -hmm. And uh, we're about to see oh, what's going yeah, yeah. to happen to, to Melvin. The, uh, the anticipation here. Oh, no. Uh, apparently, that goat was lice riddled. Oh, no. Really? Yeah. And he, yeah, it was bad. Like they, oh. he, the actor, um, Mark, Mark had, yeah, he, yeah. he was, yeah, he got, he got, in, they infected him <laughs> with lice. Oh my God. It's a trauma movie. <laughs> yeah. But this scene reminds me of Carrie. Of yeah. the all, they're all going to laugh at you, you know? Mm -hmm. And in this movie, it, it was shot in 83. So it kind of makes sense as coming off the tail end of like, you know, big horror movies, especially that. But, <laughs> he's flailing his arms and everyone's following him and and i'm just there we go out the window. <laughs> as you do so, yep. now yeah here's the, the beginning of the transformation <laughs> there's know, the two um, guys again <laughs> you know the thing about it is that you know uh toxic waste you know and and kind of radioactive materials were very much responsible for a lot of superheroes uh daredevil yeah uh, and, a radioactive uh, spider for spider-man yep um uh the uh, ninja turtles also uh which were, would they base that off a of daredevil really yeah it's supposed to honestly that's supposed to be the same toxic waste that blinded daredevil yeah created them yeah, yeah. now so, I mean, and here we go people running towards because they want to you know now be disgusted by what they created good lord he looks like he got he got slimed and uh you can't do that on television yeah definitely went with the uh the bright green for the uh for the for toxic, the toxic waste. waste yeah, yeah. okay this scene right here mm -hmm. um i call it the uh the fire hand scene um what happens is uh the uh the yeah, when he caught him on fire there, uh, the officer with the officer's hands, uh, the, it actually dropped on top of Mark <laughs> burning him. Wow, so, he yeah. really had a shit time. He did, he did. Oh, and it ain't over yet. Now he's now this, this, of course, this is not Mark. This is somebody with a full body burn going. But man, look at that. I remember that freaked me out as a kid because I think this is the first full body burn I'd ever saw. Because mm -hmm. uh, I, I don't think I'd ever saw it in other movies. Because I, I, again, I didn't really watch too many horror movies when I was a, when I was a little kid. But you couldn't help it when you know USA Up All Night would have stuff like this. And, oh yeah, because you know. you're waiting to watch a uh, like like a, a semi uh, dirty movie that's right. not, that's all been edited. <laughs> uh. 
Look at him. God, he looks terrible. <laughs> now, um, this transformation scene, though, mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's pretty top notch. It's pretty for, good for what they they've done. I mean, he's in a lot of pain and stuff. Almost some callbacks uh, to me. The werewolf transformation scene from uh, American Werewolf in London. Yeah, a little oh, bit. Okay, a little bit. Oh, that's pretty. Oh, that's crazy. Look at this. This looks terrible. I mean, I mean, like in a good way. Of course, it is weird to have a picture of your mommy next to the bathtub. <laughs> that's if you weren't sure who his mom was. Huh. Um, this scene here, uh, it mostly took place when he was in the tub. Apparently, the water was ice cold the whole time they were shooting. Oh. Uh, and it, they made attempts to warm him up, but uh, ultimately, uh, the, he just he just grinned and bared the the the, the conditions and there i forgot how many, oh he was in there for six hours by the oh way this, this shot this yeah and I love yeah. all these um unexplainable things they have in movies where uh there's like weird spotlights shining out of the bath mm-hmm. or there's smoke coming underneath the door it's just like it's uh yeah mm-hmm. i love it it works it does yeah now this is the scene you're talking about here now here's with the voiceover mm-hmm. <laughs> there he um because i mean an iconic scene three actors played the toxic avenger in this movie oh, um man. you got mark mark torgel who who was 98 pound uh melvin then you have the voiceover guy. That's Kenneth Kessler, where you keep on. He's narrating now for the rest of the movie whenever mm-hmm. they kind of feel like throwing a narrator in. <laughs> and then and, the third is the actual actor who's now Toxie. That was Mitch Cohen. And that shot of Toxie, like, turning around is, you know. That's in, iconic. In, in the sunset is definitely iconic. Mm-hmm. Uh, that cigar face, by the way, mm-hmm. uh, much like uh, what was it, Eyeball Paul? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's nipples. <laughs> that guy's this nipples. may have been shot in Wexford. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just when I was like, I don't know what to expect, you hit me with those nicknames. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. Just keep an eye out now for Tommy Pubes. Tommy Pubes. <laughs> yeah. You don't want to get too close to Tommy Pubes. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> don't shake his hand. And I ain't talking about COVID neither. <laughs> oh, but uh, this scene is uh, supposed to be in Shine Bone a- or yeah, Shinbone Alley. The way they kept on saying it in the movie, I got they're saying Shit Bowl Alley. I thought they were just saying. <laughs> I had to go back and like look it up. I was like Shit Bowl Alley. That's funny, but no. Is that the New Jersey accent coming? <laughs> Shit Bowl Alley. <laughs> Ooh. Um. <laughs> yeah, uh, smoking is bad for your health. Yeah, and for especially, others. especially when it's put out, a cigar's put out on your forehead. <laughs> yes. Um, this guy kind of has the cop kind of has like uh, not to say a Chris Farley thing going, but he looks like he could be a cousin, kind of in the face oh, and the yeah, hair. Yeah, I, I see think. it. I see it a little bit. Yeah. And you know, obviously, these uh, street thugs are uh, overtaking the police officer. Yes. I love I love the fact that it's like and it, this happens a lot in these movies and it's great. I mean the guy comes down and it's like the logical thing to do is put a cigarette out on his forehead and then beat yeah. him half to death. Yeah. <laughs> you shouldn't have come down to shit bowl alley. That's right. <laughs> what you get. 
they had a gun the whole time why would you yeah i guess this is the whole thing of just like torturing them <laughs> right i mean it's but i mean it's it's almost like a superhero movie trope though if you think yeah about you're right it. you know you've got the the bad people who had guns that could have ended you know it could have been real quick and dirty real quick but um but right here uh it looks like a um he wants to recreate the robocop scene he's about to shoot the dude's pecker <laughs> yeah and but, here we go boom <laughs> nipples <laughs> um yeah uh like i was saying there earlier that the character uh the character's name and gimmick for cigar face uh, was thought up on the spot by lloyd kaufman uh while they were filming uh, their the scene um because uh-huh. he he noted he for i guess it was snowing so it was cold out right now so they, they he noticed the smoke and in the snow and just came up with the name um the the guy playing toxie mitch cohen he said during filming this scene uh in this alley a real homeless man had walked up to him and offered him a drink believing him to be an actual homeless uh, burn victim so <laughs> wow it was good enough to um the the makeup was good enough to uh to i guess make someone who was drunk think that it was <laughs> it was real oh and, and he shatters his nose just with that back elbow <laughs> And I don't know if you can see uh, the pizza box, uh, Ray Berry Pizza, famous New York oh. pizza. Yeah. There's only one Ray's pizza, and it's Ray Berry's pizza. The oh. gore in this is insane. It's like Three Stooges on crack. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like with every trauma movie. It, yeah. It's, I mean, but it's done am- amazing. And sometimes horribly. And that's Ooh. the trauma staple. <laughs> yes. Oh, and he's just he's beating his balls. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my. <laughs> it's an illegal maneuver. <laughs> yeah. Probably not going to have kids any day soon. No. But yeah, and, this. And well, <laughs> and it's, sh- it's showcasing uh, Toxie's powers. Man, he's super powerful and strength. It's like he he can get you know they can hit him and stuff like that and of course he's you know using his uh, trademark mop here yeah to mop the crime off the streets in the cartoon and mm-hmm. the toxic crusaders the mop was actually a sentient being that would uh yeah. that was he would like pantomime stuff trying to like oh over here we need to go over oh, there it's yeah. like so, yeah so it's kind of weird like that mop that he would impel people with <laughs> it became a, a, a whimsical cartoon character <laughs> oh that wow that voice oh yeah see yeah you can hear it yeah i got it on mute <laughs> hi <laughs> yeah don't worry <laughs> yeah i mean and that's the thing is that the voice is very it's very heroic and very soothing and what's crazy about this this is a very very new york movie yeah you know i mean in the beginning you had the twin towers you had this the the cityscape it, it's even if i mean and plus it was shot in jersey and in new york but yeah there, there you have no qualms about where this was shot <laughs> they must have had like have seen a, this? i'm sorry what was that i was just gonna say what is this scene <laughs> it's called pat, like a padding press <laughs> yeah. conference where he's like being interviewed but he's like being stuff and stuff i they couldn't afford i guess a hospital scene so they had him at a like mm-hmm. right outside of a jail cell <laughs> oh god 
and everyone you know because this new monster and uh they're the first glimpse of the mayor of yeah. of, of tromaville uh that's uh mayor bell goody uh, played by Pat Ryan. Pat Ryan would go on to. <laughs> sorry, that dude's come over. It was awesome. Uh, <laughs> look at that thing. He's not even trying. Um, but no, he he'd go on to to do a ton of trauma movies. He. Uh, uh, this is what I got off of IMDb for his um, his profile. I'm just gonna go ahead and read it because he he the, the mayor pops up quite a few times in this movie. Uh, Tubby character actor Pat Ryan usually portrayed amusingly sleazy fat guys in a handful of enjoyable low-budget pictures made throughout the 1980s. Uh, Ryan was born on October 29th, 1946 in Pennsylvania, which makes sense, right outside of New York. Uh, He made his film debut in a small part in the gritty urban vigilante action opus Fighting Back in 82. Pat uh, uh, was hilarious uh, as the corrupt Mayor Bell Goody in the side-splitting trauma cult classic the toxic avenger uh ryan was likewise very funny as a crooked nuclear power plant manager mr finley in the i love how this is written uproarious class of nukem high and was memorably, memorably disgusting as the slimy junkyard owner uh frank schneiser in the outrageous street trash so all those movies are new york funky oh, yeah. movies <laughs> yeah especially street trash which I believe uh, they did Street Trash on uh, Joe Bob one time, right? They did, they did. Yeah. yeah, and the way that movie looked, that movie came out in 87. Mm-hmm. That looks like, I always thought tr- Street Trash was older than this film. because. But uh, also, too, I'm, we're watching a cleaned up version that's yeah. uh, been like probably given the 4K uh, treatment. <laughs> I fooled you. Really... Sorry, go ahead. No, 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 go ahead, Aaron. I was just going to say it's something that's really unfortunate about Anybody outside of the states that has Shutter, we um don't get the Joe Bob episodes oh, like you guys do. That sucks because of the licensing. Mm-hmm. So in his first season, I think we only get two episodes: Street Trash and uh, Demons, or something maybe. And in the oh, second wow. season, it's the same thing. Even like with the newest stuff, we don't get his specials on time if we ever even do. I saw just the other day. I think someone had had uh, on either Twitter or or Instagram something with on Joe Bob's official page, one of his his social medias. Uh, someone from Ireland was asking. They said if you get a VPN, you'll be able to kind of bypass that stuff. So mm-hmm. something to look into because the new season is out. It just started on Friday, uh, yeah. and I now I don't know if the replays popped up yet, but because I, I had to go to bed early, so I watched the first. Uh, hour of uh mother's day which was a trauma movie <laughs> from uh i think 81 oh, yeah, yeah uh but yeah look into that dude definitely because it's some good shit <laughs> and i had one at one point and then i didn't i was like oh, i'm not using it but it seems more and more stuff is becoming like that now to do it licensing yeah that sucks i don't know yeah damn psycho gorman is another one that yes cannot yeah. be got here good oh night. wow that sucks Heck, I mean, wow! Like, I got, I have it for streaming. I got it on DVD or Blu-ray, and I think Lunch Meat. Uh, you could buy that on a uh, on VHS. Not mm-hmm. Lunch Meat. Uh, Whitner or Whitner no, Whitner Entertainment. They have it on VHS to buy. So yeah, damn, that sucks. I know. <laughs> I know. Oh, oh, sorry. Uh, 
uh, back to the movie toxic avenger <laughs> well i mean in here you you get the you, you know just the disregard for you know the earth the planet this guy here said looks like a italian bob hope a little bit <laughs> he does i mean or <laughs> i uh, tell you a, a low rent um uh robert loge yes oh. i gotta tell you i want to have parties where weird skinny pale women are just dancing around yes <laughs> in 90s <laughs> absolutely in night in 1980s ni- 90s yes by the way i want to live in this time so bad <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh this uh this oh okay. this is a good scene. fyi oh, samurai yeah. swords on the wall and a oh my god in a mexican uh uh restaurant mm-hmm. this is yeah that dude's a straight up this is this is a straight up trauma. Everyone involved. Um, this actress. Oh yeah, we're gonna we're gonna get to know her. <laughs> the, her acting choice to show that she's blind was amazing. By the way, <laughs> not to okay. take away from this movie, but how are the sequels compared to? They you know get what? better. They get better. The, see, I, I, part part two is. I've, I haven't seen it in years, but he goes to Japan and it's crazy. Oh, it, wow. it gets even crazier with the oh, special yeah. effects. Yeah. Even though I think it's still shot in New York. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's see here. You get just crazy gangs, you know, it's. It... Now the guy, the, uh, the guy with the shotgun, mm-hmm. uh, that's, that's Patrick Kilpatrick. I believe this is like his first movie mm-hmm. and he's been in tons of movies. He's a character actor. Um, a scene that's about to pop up here. Uh, mm-hmm. he, he he points that shotgun at a at a baby, and he said that he 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 quit the movie. Yeah, here it comes. He quit the movie right afterwards. He was like, "I, I can't do this. This is too much." Yeah. <laughs> mm. But um, if you notice his his tattoo is um, it's also the uh, tattoo that Doctor Frankenfurter had from uh, uh, the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Oh wow! So, yeah, yeah, t- take a gander. FYI, one of my favorite movies. Oh, oh Rocky Horror. Oh, it's a great, it's a great movie. <laughs> um, Patrick Kilpatrick, you might know him from Class of 1999. He was one of the androids. I think he's one mm-hmm. of the android teachers. Uh, he was he popped up in the the stand in 1994. Scanner Cop Two, the substitute for Failure is not an option. That's a mouthful. <laughs> and uh, yeah, he was he was in Treat Williams in that movie. But yeah, that yeah, he's been in tons of movies it's just weird to see him in this <laughs> well, again, we it's, go. it's one of those movies where you're like they're not going there but <laughs> they do and look at him <laughs> god look at that <laughs> it's crazy that awesome death scene uh, as far as you know not giving up but man this i mean he he does look like a a super villain you know i mean these guys i mean this this movie is is a comic book superhero movie in in every sense you know if you just took frames of this and and turn it into a a comic book yeah i think the comic book would do really well (laughs) absolutely here, of course, they're bullying a uh, a blind lady with uh, oh the dog. Yeah. Uh, oh no! There you yes. go. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Aaron's <laughs> laughing. <laughs> oh, <laughs> He's covering his eyes. So no, it's it's horrible that the dog is now yes. dead. 
but he's I mean, really just he's really not that. That was <laughs> a very clever shot, though. That they it was. The dog they, slid the, the they slid the dog back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and he wants oh, to in- yeah, introduce yeah. her See, to bend this, over. That yeah. really now that's really like disturbing. I'm like, yeah. whoa. Uh, that actress, her name is Andrea Miranda. Uh, Miranda. This was like her only movie besides a TV movie from the 80s mm. uh, that had Don Rickles in it called Two Top Bananas. <laughs> that was weird. There, the soundtrack kind of changed into some weird. As soon as he bended her over that table, it sounded mm-hmm. like the Jaws music. Oh, God. Uh, that actor there just got his arm ripped off. That's Larry Sultan playing Frank. He's a real amputee. That's how they're able to do that. He just had a fake oh, arm wow. on the whole time when they, yeah, to ri- have it ripped off. Um, yeah. <laughs> now he's going to beat him with it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but yeah, this this Mexican restaurant, it, mm-hmm. this was a real place called the Mexican Place. Uh, today, it's a, it's a Popeye's. Uh, oh my God, really? In, in, in Rutherford, New Jersey. Yeah. Oh. This I don't want to say this is the centerpiece fight action scene of the movie, but I it, it might be because of what what'll happen after they get done fighting and how mm-hmm. he d- dispatches them. Because I yeah, because after yeah, because after this it's yeah, this is showing him in real action besides the, uh, when he was in the alley. So Toxie does have one of vulnerability, and that's being kicked in the nuts. Who doesn't? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we got some uh, some uh, kung fu karate. He's quite agile. Yeah, yeah. I love how as well being dipped into toxic waste has all of a sudden turned him into like some oh, kind yeah. of martial arts expert. Yeah, yeah exactly. Mm-hmm. I love that. <laughs> and uh, nunchucks, all the rage in the 1980s. It was, it was the 80s, yeah. And here we go. They're still the considered right. illegal, which is stupid. Yeah. We got the samurai sword in a Mexican restaurant. Yep. <laughs> That's the first thing I because I went, mm, yeah, that makes no sense. <laughs> that guy. Ugh. Yeah, it's oh, this, that old oh, yeah. the reason why this this fight was even longer with this character, his name is Rico. He's an actual stunt man. So that's ah, why this one took yeah, it went longer because he could actually do do the stunts. Now, talk about an uncomfortable fall. Mm-hmm. Oh, he was actually in. Uh, he was a stuntman in uh, Maniac Cop too. Oh. Just when you thought thought oh. Patrick Kilpatrick was done. Oh yeah. Here no. we go. Okay, yeah. C- keep your eye on this, Aaron. Yeah, Aaron, this you may is... never have a milkshake the same way again, sir. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Oh, eat that. Eat that ice cream. Ice cream. Mm-hmm. Don't forget, yeah, chocolate syrup, delicious. Yeah, there you go. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> and the way you know, you need the whipped cream. What a way to go, though. All right. I mean, I mean, they really took their time with this scene. And you cherry on top. Here we go. Ah, uh, nice. There yeah. it goes. Yeah, he's turning his head into a strawberry milkshake. <laughs> this guy. <laughs> and now, of course, any restaurant that you're in, you're gonna have a fryer. Oh yeah, he, yeah. He's gonna fry this dude's hands. <laughs> this scene always really. I don't know why it's like just like the fryer scene in Sleepaway Camp. It just 
really uh oh the fryer or the hot water hot water sorry okay but because yeah yeah anything that can scald and burn the hell out of you right yeah that's uh yeah (laughs) wow i just realized that second cut there was no hands in the water it was just (laughs) of a fryer going (laughs) Oh, did he put Frank? He put. Oh, yeah, he's gonna bake Frank. <laughs> the pizza is that a pizza oven or just a regular it oven? It looks like a pizza oven, which is odd because it's a Mexican restaurant. Maybe, maybe they bake Dude, the stuff tortillas in there. In there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and of course the mop. Those you are not his mops, mop. yes. but he'll use mops. <laughs> I, uh, yeah. Now this is he. Oh Lord, <laughs> that is a hell of a shot. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, this is he. He came to the rescue of Sarah, which, uh, as you'll see, they start having a budding relationship. This actress, uh, again, this is the biggest thing she's known for. Oh, there's her dead dog. Um, the the girl who was um, the brunette who was with uh, Slug, I guess the one that uh, that Melvin had walked in when they're having sex. She was originally going to be playing the part of Sarah, but ended up becoming become i think her name is jennifer and she actually uh not her not sarah but the other girl actually married slug in real life oh wow yeah it reminds me of clerks when uh was it um jeff actually married (laughs) the Mm -hmm. the 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 girl for who what was her name in that you had veronica and then you had from clerks you had veronica then you had Caitlin Bree. Caitlin Bree, yeah. The yeah. actress who played Caitlin Bree, yeah. Now, of course, the uh the the blind jokes are plenty. She's got plenty of uh you know uh, sticks, walking yeah, sticks. Yeah. Uh, and, I'm gonna compare her character to Aaron coming in blind on this movie. So very are. apropos. <laughs> For a second there with that little pause, I was like. Where are we going with this? Where are we? What are you gonna say? <laughs> ah, ooh, uh, yeah, fried to a crisp. And I like how the cops are just eating tacos. <laughs> it's, stupid. it's so ridiculous. Um, I was thinking about this uh, before we started recording. This movie with like the the grossness and and the gore and this and that. It came out in '84, and yes. uh, it it became it was a. Uh, it was a it, it didn't do too well, but it became a midnight movie at the uh, Bleecker Street Cinema in New York, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and and it got huge popularity. That's kind of that's the reason why that we even know about it today, I, yeah. in, in my opinion. But I I think this movie and and trauma, and I could be wrong. I think it helped influence um, Garbage Pail Kids, like the cards, the trading cards, because sure. Garbage Pail Kids first came out in '85. This yeah. movie came out the year before. It's a New York based movie. If you live in New York, mm-hmm. and that's where that's where you know Garbage Bell Kids came out of was New York because of tops. So yeah. I, I I really do think that there is a uh, correlation. I, I didn't look it up, but it just made me think uh, there, that there's a connection there. Definitely. There could be. I think also too, it was the Cabbage Patch Kids. Uh, well, those dolls clearly, yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. Well, but but I'm but yeah. but I'm saying like the sure. the, the craziness the the. the grossness the grossness yeah. and everything don't get me wrong tops had I mean, those the same the same guys also had done the uh was it the wacky 
rappers or what was that? What was that? Uh, do you remember those? It, it was like instead of Dr. Pepper, it was Dr. Pooper. <laughs> what were those called? Wacky. Oh, gosh. Shoot. I can't. Not to look it up, but but I I, I got this makes me think that there is a they're they're connected, and of course uh, you know uh, uh, the the blind lady accidentally accidentally grabbing Toxie's junk and being she knew what she was surprised doing. she knew what she was doing <laughs> yes. and of course um, you know, here we have the doc and again, another one of those uh, press conferences, you know, and this is, yeah, the, some of this, I'm like, they could have cut this out. I get why they're doing it. It's just padding out the movie. So it's close to 90 minutes. I get well, it. I mean, every superhero needs an origin and this is Toxie's origin story. Cause if you notice at this point, they still have not shown his face. No, they have. Yeah. And, and um, like I said earlier, like this was supposed to be called Health Club, mm-hmm. but uh, they they had no clue what they were going to name this movie at the time. It, it was the working it was... yeah t- the working titles Health Club, and then then later on it uh, it got changed to um, let's see here go heaven and mountains. <laughs> no, no, it was called something else. Oh, um, oh what was it? Oh. Bear with me, I apologize. I mean, you know, I buy most of my pharmaceuticals at the uh, at at the gym at the health club. <laughs> oh yeah, see, this is the version on on the cover that says uh, with the head crushing uh, version, the director's cut. Mm-hmm. There's the mayor. Marigan is massage on. Aaron, have you seen other other trauma movies or yeah, I have seen some trauma stuff and I'm actually surprised by this to be honest. That's why I think I've been quiet the last little while. I have the volume <laughs> on very, very low. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I'm really in, I, I'm enjoying this a lot more than I thought I would, to be honest. It, what are it's, some it's a crazy film, movie? What are some trauma films that you've seen? Um, I've seen the second one of these. I think. Okay. Now that okay. I'm watching this, yeah. I'm. I don't know. I, I I'm starting to remember different things. I'm nearly sure I've seen the uh, the second one of these. Class yeah. of Newcomb High, obviously. Sure. Um. Surf Nazis uh, must die. Terra Firmer. Poultry uh, Geist. Poultry Geist. That's a good one. Tromeo um, and Juliet. That's another. Yes, good I've one. seen that. Yeah um here we go ooh, yeah this this kill right out. here yeah this is this is the one that got edited on 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 cable yeah not basic cable but <laughs> boom there you go ah oh <laughs> yeah cover that up yeah make sure you mop it yes i mean again you know it's it's kind of crazy because you know we were getting it from toxie's you know point of view mm-hmm still have yet to see his face yeah and i just checked we're 47 minutes in (laughs) kind of like uh batman begins right yeah exactly (laughs) um a little a little backstory about how this came to be um lloyd uh after after going behind the scenes on rocky uh lloyd kaufman decided to make a movie uh set in a health club with michael hertz uh after reading he now he says after he read an article 
that said horror film is dead. Now, I I think I think that's his 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 answer just to be like, we want to get into horror. And so we saw this article and decided we're going to mm-hmm. we're going to I think it was like, no, there's money to be made in horror. Look at Friday the 13th. Look at all these movies. Uh, low budget, you know, big return. Uh, but um, that's when Troma decided uh, to change, you know, the sex comedy movies and start doing horror movies. Uh, yeah, there's there's still lobby cards that say health club if you're able to find them. Uh, that have little stills from from like the kills in this movie, but I I'm also good luck trying to find them. You, maybe at the tro- oh, there's his face. <laughs> that it we are lit- we are 48 minutes and 30 seconds in when you finally got to see the monster's face. And this is probably another one of my my favorite kills because man, those uh, lava rocks are hot. See now. I'm, I'm, I will say that uh, <laughs> he's pissing toxic waste. Um, I'm going to say Friday the 13th Part 8 stole the hot rock uh, yeah. kill from, uh, from this. That's what I'm, gonna, I, I'm going on record. There it is. That's what I'm, I'm going to say. There was definitely some inspiration. And again, this, uh, this guy trying to pimp off this yeah. kid. It's, it's really like yeah, it's it's gross. <laughs> You're like, oh, but what am I watching? Yeah, he's not David Bowie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, it's it, it, wow. It's uh, uh <laughs> as well how every scene starts. It's like this, like a, it's like a fucking clown car. It is um, <laughs> um, the fact yeah. that like it starts with some weird dialogue and then. You know the fight's about to start when like the movie kick or when the music kicks in. It's like Mortal Kombat. Yeah. <laughs> um, if you have a keen eye, you will see that uh, the the oh, actor who who was in the uh, the Mexican place uh, with the shotgun. Yes. Patrick Kilpatrick. He's also one of the guys. He came back. Uh, I think they shot out of out of uh, <laughs> out, of out of order. Yeah, yeah, but he's one of the other guys, the goons that are fighting him here in the alley. And the one guy just peed his pants and ran off. Hey, that's what I do. Well, that's what you do. <laughs> um, I, I'm in preparation for this. I, I I was looking up some like videos and stuff like that, uh, with you know trauma and Lloyd talking. Uh, he said in an interview that uh, Toxie is supposed to be the good guy because uh, uh, he's very much trauma's version of Frankenstein. Uh, but they wanted Frankenstein to live, unlike in, you know, <laughs> in the movie, well, at least the first movie. Uh, and they felt terrible that the villagers came after him. So Toxie, they determined, would ha- uh, would not just live, but he'd also be the hero of the film. Uh, he would be like Chaplin. He would be the, the little tramp. Instead of, uh, instead of a cane, they gave him a mop. Yeah. And, uh, and he's, very, he's a very human superhero, uh, an underdog, a good lover, and loyal to his girlfriend is something that people relate to for this movie. So that out, out of the the mouth of Lloyd Kaufman, see, look, he's even helping an old lady with her groceries across mm-hmm. the uh, street. Well, and I mean, he already foiled uh, two more uh, deaths uh, from yeah, you know, <laughs> from Slug and Bozo. Yep. And look here, he can even open up jars uh, of popcorn and, and he pop popped, it. He popped it because of his yeah. radioactivity. There you go. <laughs> ah, I saved the Everyone's baby. Va- 
even though this is the 80s, everyone every feels very late 70s and very New York. Uh-huh. <laughs> I love how even in these scenes as well, he obviously is, he's not talking, but they have this weird, like overdubbed professional, like oh hi. Oh. <laughs> and, and people there, liked me. You <laughs> see those I love the monster t-shirts, you can still buy them. Uh, really through, through trauma's website yeah i was just looking i have currently i have the four movie collection and one of those t-shirts in my basket on the trauma direct website <laughs> nice. as we're talking how many more films have have you on your shelf that you have not watched yet probably a few okay <laughs> more than i would like nice. to admit probably yeah <laughs> Yeah, I yeah, I I suffer from that too. <laughs> I feel like for every you know, every one I buy or every five I buy, I watch one, or every one movie I watch, there's like 10 movies I haven't seen. <laughs> yeah. Like I just picked up a crime wave because it was like 20 bucks on Amazon. And um and I, I thought I'd owned it, but I never purchased it. So I was like, well, I'm gonna get that Sam Raimi movie. But uh I got it. I still haven't. Well, I've watched it, but I haven't got it. I haven't watched it since I've received it. Mm-hmm. Looking around here, I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm sure I got quite a few like that. <laughs> oh, but um, those I love the t- uh, I love we love the monster T-shirts. You mm-hmm. know why that was in there? Why? Because they hadn't come up with the name of the movie yet. They were just saying ah. he's the monster. <laughs> That's so yeah. Nice. Um, and if you notice, oh, go ahead. Yeah, getting a little a little frisky here. Uh, yeah. Again. He goes, where's my boyfriend? <laughs> that dude looked like a young Don Rickles. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, they had no name for the character as as while they were filming the movie. Uh, and so, yeah, th- this proved further... Um, but oh yeah, this is proved further by the kids in the film wearing T-shirts that say "I love the monster hero." Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, check this out, Aaron. This is when things get real. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> it's uh, I, for those at home, Sarah and uh, Toxie together. Yeah, they're getting <laughs> uh, they're getting hooked up. Yes. You know what? For a second there, I forgot she's supposed to be blind because I was like. What's going on with her expressions? Yeah. <laughs> her first introduction is amazing because she's just eating and staring forward. I'm like, <laughs> okay. So this scene is a bit weird. It is. Yeah. And I almost <laughs> wonder if he pees toxic waste. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's it's like uh, one of those. Um... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's. The blind stuff. Every know. blind joke you could try to yes. think of, they did it. Um, but um, it's like the Superman thing, you know. It's like you'd have to, you know, Lois. You would need a kryptonite condom to be with Lois, right? But that would kill him. Nice. Uh, this scene uh, makes me think. Yeah, I don't want to bring any 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 uh, ladies back to my apartment because because <laughs> <laughs> I'm like mm, they're not gonna like it. <laughs> Thankfully, she's blind. She can't really see what's going on they, in this. This oh, <laughs> and you they look like you get tetanus and asbestos in that. Place. Oh yeah. Well, they had to build their home in the toxic waste dump. Look and at their dance. And they're great dancing. And <laughs> she, 
How could she see that? She couldn't what? see that. This movie's a farce. <laughs> mm. But it is a classic love story. Did you ever read that book that Lloyd Kaufman wrote? Which one? Um, it was. It was like, I think it was like. Uh, I think the title was like "Go out and make your own damn movie" or something like that. Um, so I, I, I have not. No. Oh, okay. So I, I thought you had read read one of his. My bad. I, I watched. Um, you know, they're famous for putting like their movie making documentaries on YouTube for free. Mm. Um, I know. Um, Farts of Darkness, the making of uh, Terra Firmer, uh, is on there. Um. You know, uh, make your own damn movie is uh, that actress. Yeah. I don't mean to interrupt you. That actress just came out. That's supposed to be Marissa Tomei. Really? This is supposed to be her first movie. I've rewound this movie a million times since two weeks ago. Yeah. Every time I, I look up Marissa Tomei, Toxic Adventure, it's always her screaming. It did not look like her, though. No, but not at all. It, it, but it has her uncredited on, on IMDb. And it even says, like, you know, yeah, yeah this is Marissa Tomei's first movie. I don't Aunt, know. Aunt May was in the Toxic Avengers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. My bad. No, it's fine. Uh, now, here, I mean, it's... This feels like a horror movie down it here. It does. It does. Like, honestly, when I was watching the scene of her running through, like, the, the underground plumbing uh, sub-basement or whatever... Yeah. Night on may... Elm Street. Yeah. Yes, definitely. Yeah. Uh, oh, when I was watching with all those, those are French fries in there. That's how they're able to get those rats to stay in one spot. Oh, wow. Because <laughs> I had to rewind. I went, those are French fries in that, that thing with all those red-eyed rats. Yeah, this is definitely almost uh, Nightmare on Elm Street ripoff-esque kind of thing going on here. Well, the first Elm Street was 84, right? Right. This came out in 84 also, so they were shot during the same time. Interesting. Yeah. Hmm. Yes. Yeah, well, I guess then they couldn't rip off uh Nightmare on Elm Street then. I, I don't think so. Yeah. Because yeah. I because Nightmare on Elm Street, I believe, came out like that fall. Yeah. And this came out the summer of 84 right. in May. So yeah. yeah. And believe me, I don't think New Line was worrying about what they were doing at Troma at the time. Yeah, well, you definitely don't want to rip off Nightmare on Elm Street. This is true. <laughs> <laughs> Wink, wink. <laughs> and uh, you don't see the kill. No, no. Uh, apparently, there's a another version of this, I think, in Japan, where the deleted scene is that the two women survive. Uh, <laughs> just when you thought these two guys were, were you know, I if you didn't know they were bad, this scene right here just seals the deal. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Um, what was gonna have here? Uh, boom, boom, boom. yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, they're helping this nice old lady get their car. Here you go, sure, yeah, hey, take that, these sucker punch, and they're beating her with a cane. Mm-hmm. I think he punched her in the uh, in the female part. Uh, he said, beat that uh, lady that like an old dog. <laughs> Aaron, not a fan of old ladies. Take that, you old man. 
Wow. Yeah, this is uh, Toxie versus a car. Wee! <laughs> and you can see the handles on the roof. Yeah, yeah. you can. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, also, to the, the guy who plays Slug, mm-hmm. I mentioned him earlier. He's also uh, uh, a trauma alum. He was in a. He's actually in the cover of Class of Newcomb High. He has that black and white hair. Mm. Um, I forgot his, what his character's name was. Uh, see if I can find it here. Spike. His character's name was Spike from there. And then he returned later. I think it was 2013. Returned to Newcomb High. He played a cop. So it was probably like a quick scene. Mm-hmm. So uh, this uh, car chase here. Um, Actually, it was uh, inspired by uh, Mad Max 2. I was going to say the French connection. <laughs> no. no, no, but for well, real. Popeye this... Doyle flying through. Yeah, yeah the car, tra- uh, car chase definitely drew inspiration from the second Mad Max film. Okay, this there's a big stunt coming up here. Mm-hmm. And uh, it got a little hairy on the set. Uh <laughs> Well, I will say Lloyd Kaufman is huge, huge, huge into safety. It might have been Mm -hmm. after this scene then, because uh, uh, during the FYI, I'm sorry, Mm -hmm. bearing the lead here, but uh, during the car wreck scene, Mm -hmm. which is this about to happen, uh, the stunt car was rigged to allow the vehicle to drive straight through, uh, straight with the gas pedal to the floor. Mm-hmm. The roll bar uh, installed in the car, however, uh, was wrecked when the car was falling off the cliff, and it almost killed the stunt driver who was doing the stunt in the vehicle. So, keep wow. it. Yeah, it's about to pop up here. They're about to go over a cliff. Well, and that's the the thing uh, about the uh, the making of Terra Firma. You mm-hmm. know, something goes awry. You yeah. know, or uh, no, you know what? I'm sorry. It's Poultry Geist. Um, oh, it was the making of Poultry gar- uh, Geist. But something uh, kind of goes awry, or something wasn't checked, and Lloyd Kaufman just blew his lid. Which I mean, f- you know, it makes sense that yeah. you would get angry at somebody, you know, because it's safety, and it's like one of the big things that they had uh, on set was a sign. That was like, you know, um, you know, take care of yourself and others, mm-hmm. you know, it's kind of, you know, and maybe this, you know, because of this, what this might've been the catalyst. I yeah. think. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised because I mean, th- again, this is like, I think their first movie too. I don't know if they had stunts in those, those sex comedies before this, but this might've been one of their, their first forays into like big stunts. Yeah. Right here. Yeah. Well, not the explosion, mm-hmm. but where it rolled. Yeah, almost killed the driver. So, I mean, I guess it would it could have been worse. So that's, I mean, good that he didn't die. Yeah, and it makes you wonder, like, God forbid, if that had have went differently, would they still even be around? Would this would would this movie have even even seen the light of day? Yeah, yeah, would there have been like lawsuits from family and this, that, and the other? Yeah, who knows? Yeah, I mean, that makes you that makes you think like if you're gonna get into movies. Uh, I think you said it before, stay in your lane, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, because, hey, I want a big explosion and this and that. Well, yeah, you better have the right people do it. <laughs> and of course, Toxie walks away and again, showing his what he's capable of, you know. OK, um, 
this scene i don't know why it's i mean i understand later but i really do feel like they just oh okay you know what i lied i do know why they why they did this scene but it feels so out of place when it first happens Mm -hmm. uh i'll try not to ruin it aaron i'll let you uh uh, watch this scene (laughs) but um I'll, I'll go over the legacy of the Toxic Avenger films uh, of the franchise. Um, you got part two from 89. That's where Toxie goes to Japan to fight the evil company called Apocalypse Incorporated. Uh, part three, uh, the Toxic Avenger part three, uh, The Last Temptation of Toxie was in 89. Apparently those two films were shot at the same time and it went too long. So they just split them into yeah, two they movies. Turned them, they put, made them two different movies. They both came out in 1989, uh, two and three. I wonder, I was like, man, why did they come out so fast? But that kind of makes sense. Louis does that. Louis doing this old lady. <laughs> <laughs> Aaron, this should be one of your favorite parts right here. Cause they're, uh, <laughs> they're killing an old lady. We're going to start a rumor that Aaron hates old women. <laughs> It's like, why would you say that? <laughs> that? Just that bit of dialogue there, his line there, like it's like, what? <laughs> yeah, like he could have just like beat her up, but he's like, he's putting her in a washing machine, putting a press on her, and and that lady's like, she's a little person, right? She's like, like under I mean, five. She's foot. small. She's short. She's short. <laughs> yeah, you know, <laughs> customers aren't allowed on that machine, like. <laughs> Regularly finds customers on the machine. Yeah. Monster Hero kills innocent woman. Hmm. Yeah, when I was watching, I was like, "Why is this scene here?" But they'll they'll explain it. They'll explain. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and a uh, Citizen Toxy, the Toxic Avenger Part Four, that came out in two thousand. So there was like a eleven year gap between mm-hmm. the Part Three and Part Four. Which now makes you said, sense. Now you've seen all all of them. You said yes, I have. But it makes sense though, is because you know during that gap there was the Toxic Crusaders cartoon, the cartoon, that's and correct. you didn't want to release, you know, uh, yeah, you know what? filled uh, dude. Good call. I because I, yeah. I, when I saw that, I didn't I didn't put the two together. That makes a lot of sense. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Don't you want to watch this Toxic Avenger movie and the cartoon? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, because they had toys. They had yeah. yeah. Now it only did one season with thirteen episodes, but um, that's pretty good. Yeah. So, some things never even get turned into a cartoon, let alone have toys. Uh, and it was, you know. and it aired on Fox here in the states, and it yeah. was, I mean, it was pushed. It was it was pushed very, you know. I remember just them promoting it that that it was on there and, it, and again it, it was part of that whole craze there were lots of Saturday morning cartoons that were created just like Captain Planet you know uh, j- just for the they did it with G.I. Joe also yeah remember they, they were made in like e- ecology warriors eco like, warriors eco yeah. Warrior. yeah I was yeah. like mm. I liked it better when they're fighting Cobra yes <laughs> you know yes. not not toxic waste but I guess you know that might have, and I I brought this up many times. I think it might have been like the the backlash from from um, Chernobyl, you know, from '86. Absolutely. So yeah, I mean, that was it was like, well, we can't have that happen again. And then it, it kind of happened again in Japan <laughs> in the 2000, well, yeah, 2000 teens. 
but uh yeah the cartoon that actually um it was heavily influenced by the, the ninja turtles cartoon <laughs> what are you what are you laughing at here <laughs> the, like this movie is just that's how i keep going quiet and i'm trying not to but i keep getting drawn into it and i'm just like what is going on he's wearing See, like a fedora and a trench coat. he's in disguise hello <laughs> What is happening? Yeah, this is well, yeah. I mean, you know, during the nineties, I mean, it was a trend. Like uh, there, there was the movie Fern Gully. Do y'all remember Fern Gully? The Never last watched rainforest. It. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it had voices. Uh, I, I believe it was. Um, I believe it had uh, Christian Slater. I think did one the, of the slate voices. cuffs. Yes. <laughs> Um, you know, um, of course there was, um, you know, uh, Captain Planet, which we had mentioned. Yeah. Uh, you also had, um, what can we call it? The, um, uh, Free Willy, right? It was, you know, you gotta. Sorry. I always think of. Save the whale. I always or... think of me, myself and Irene when I hear Free Willy. I think of the, 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 the little person actor. Who, who who stole uh jim carrey's wife mm-hmm. <laughs> he goes we're gonna go we're gonna go eat uh <laughs> we're gonna go up to alaska and see wells i'm gonna eat blubber yeah she's gonna be eating blubber all right as soon as i free willie <laughs> i always think of that man <laughs> terrible movie but i love it <laughs> there was also a like a british animated series called the octonauts do you remember that that sounds familiar mm-hmm. I mean, it was, I mean, ecology and like eco uh, conscious. When did that kind of start going away, you know, from, because I remember it as a kid, like in the going into the nineties, it was everywhere. When did that start just kind of, you know, falling to the wayside? I want to say, I want to say mid mid to late nineties. Yeah. Mid to late nineties. About uh, when the internet boom occurred. Yeah, that yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, hey, but but we're we're making so much uh, <laughs> so much trash. I don't care. I love the internet. I love computers. Oh, um, mm-hmm. the co-writer of this movie. I looked him up, and uh, he's actually he was um he he only wrote a few screenplays uh well actually i think this is the only screenplay maybe but he acted a few times in a few other trauma movies mm-hmm. but he's mostly his name is joe ritter he's mostly known for being a cameraman and being a steady cam operator and uh here i'll just give you a list of the of the movies he'd been in or actually was steady cam operator in uh fear city the, do you remember this movie i think we talked about it a while back had um uh whose guy was in sniper and the big chill oh oh, oh it was um tom berenger tom, yeah, ba- tom berenger yeah we talked about fear city fear city was uh abel ferrara directed and wrote that uh-huh. movie uh pretty good movie it's it's very 42nd street uh like the beginning of it it's new york and you see nothing but like uh pussycat theaters it's 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 a really like uh, it's a serial movie and prostitutes and all that a serial killer movie and prostitutes it's it's definitely a movie of his time. Um, he was a camera operator on Hell Comes to Frogtown, 
Maniac Cop 2. So there's a Maniac Cop 2 connection here between a stuntman and the steady cam. Mm. Uh, the movie Dutch with Ethan Embry yes. <laughs> and uh, Ed O'Neill. Uh, Barton Fink, <laughs> he, he was a camera operator on that. Uh, now, Freddy's Dead, The Final Nightmare, he, he was a camera operator on that. Dr. Giggles. Then Damn. Dracula, 1992, Bram Stoker's Dracula, uh, which I was like, wow, that's pretty good. Then he does Wayne's World 2 <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and, uh, and Starship Troopers in the late 90s. He's done other movies, but those are the ones that really popped out uh, to me. I was like, that's pretty cool. And it, he, this is the first thing he'd ever wrote <laughs> with Lloyd Kaufman on, on this. So I, that was pretty cool because you never know like where someone starts and where they go. Oh, and yeah. all those movies, I was like, oh, shit, that's pretty cool. Well, I mean, there are some other famous people, uh, trauma alum, if you would, mm -hmm. such as James Gunn. Yeah, uh, actually, I have a whole list of, of alum right oh, here well, since you brought that it. up. Yeah. Um, many big names uh, came out of trauma. Billy Bob Thornton. His first movie was Chopper Chicks in Zombie Town. Oh, nice. Samuel L. Jackson. Do you know what movie? I can't remember, but it had Kadeem Hardison in it from a different. Oh, oh. oh shit. I can't think of Death it. by Temptation, yes, the va Death vampire by, movie. Yeah, yeah, that was yeah. his first movie. I was like, really? Holy shit. Yeah. Like wow. he, uh, Sam Jackson was actually, he was in the Black Panthers in the, in the 70s. And then I guess going into the 80s, I don't know what he was doing for a career, but yeah, that was his first movie. I guess, I guess acting, maybe doing stage and stuff. Uh, Kevin Costner is in a movie called Sizzle Beach, USA which mm. yeah which is a trauma movie he tried to buy the rights but trauma was like mm -mm, we're not selling this because <laughs> because they they re-released it saying with kevin costner of course um michael jai white he was in his first movie was toxic avenger part two oh, nice. which i was like holy yeah. shit he yeah. he played one of the apocalypse inc uh uh i think businessmen or whatever uh vanna white was in the movie graduation day which I didn't know was a trauma movie. Vincent D'Onofrio, we mentioned that earlier, uh, the first turn on. Uh, David Boreanaz, did I say his name right? Really? His first movie was a movie called Macabre, a Macabre Pair of Shorts. Yeah. <laughs> and of course, you just said James Gunn. Uh, he was a writer. Uh, and of, you mean David Boreanaz from Valentine, right? Val yeah, from Valentine, yeah. Mm -hmm. He was and, huge uh, oh, at one point. Oh yeah, yeah. He's yeah. in Angel and Buffy and Yeah. Wow, oh, that's crazy. Isn't it crazy? And of course, uh Joe Lynch uh yes. worked on uh Terra Firmer as an extra, an actor. Mm -hmm. I read an interview, and you probably have heard this, Rodney, that um he hates Michael Hertz but loves Lloyd Kaufman. Yeah. Because he yeah, didn't I, pay yeah. him. He was like, Fuck that guy, he's a piece mm -hmm. of shit. Lloyd's great though. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it was very eye-opening. I was like, Man, he didn't pull any punches on that. <laughs> I was yeah. going to say a minute ago that uh, I mean, trauma has been in business now for what, like 40, 45 years? Uh, 80, well, it was probably since 79 or 80, because I think mm -hmm. it was still under, I think it was trauma. I was trying to figure out what was the name of the company when they did the sex comedies, but I don't, I don't, I couldn't find it. So I'm going to maybe, maybe it was trauma. Mm -hmm. But yes, at least since 1980, minimal. Because, yeah, I, I, they're they're over 45 years now as far as i know I, which I think. is like and like they've obviously done quite well like financially as well like i mean mm -hmm. lloyd lives in a really nice place in new york city and oh yeah 
and I don't mean it in a bad way, like I wouldn't expect it, but it is kind of crazy when you think about what they were able to build from the kind yeah. of movies they were making. Oh, yeah. I mean, they... isn't even Trauma, is it, is it called Trauma Now or something? It's like a subscription-based thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. You're right, yeah. Have and you know, you uh, had that? so I've, I've, I've flirted with, with having it. And in mm-hmm. fact, for me, I go through trauma spurts where I Ew. go, yeah, <laughs> where I, cause I love Terra Firmer. I love Tromeo and Juliet. I mean, it's, you know, they're classics. Uh, I mean, um, they, they are. It's whatever your classic would think of like Hamlet. Yeah, uh, <laughs> you think of all these Shakespearean I mean, surf Nazis must die. I mean, but it's yeah. you can only stomach so much before you really, at least for me, it's. But it's also it's like most everything comes in waves. Like I go through my Nightmare on Elm Street phase, or my Friday Thirteenth yeah. phase, or my you know, uh, you know what have you. But you know, um, Lloyd's wife, Lloyd Kaufman, uh, his wife Patricia Kaufman. Um, actually graduated from longwood here in virginia it's a college huh. that's like southwest of mm-hmm. richmond yeah and um she is the executive director of the new york state governor's office for motion picture and television development i think i think they talked about that when they were on joe bob where they yeah. were doing tromas war when you yes. said that i was like that sounds familiar mm-hmm. and um uh her and Lloyd both had appeared on the movie Crip podcast as well and, nice. and kind of talked about it. But um um but yeah, I mean, so she is very much involved in in film also. And mm-hmm. you know, which is really weird because she's part of the people that kind of helped develop films and stuff like that. And Lloyd is, the, and there's the stomach. Sorry. Yeah. It's, it's, no, that's no, all good. I was yeah. watching it. I'm listening. I was like, <laughs> I saw Aaron's reaction. Yeah. Like, what the? F-? <laughs> and of course, he's trying to put it back as you do, right? I mean, yeah. <laughs> Duh. My favorite part that I was, all right, you fat slob. Let's if you see if you've got any guts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this movie does definitely has some one-liners. <laughs> In that really weird voice, it just makes it better. So Trauma have been in business 47 years. They were founded in 1974. Yeah. Oh, there it is. Wow. See, I, I couldn't... I. That's crazy, though. In it? 50 yeah. years. I think their first movie came out in 71, but it wasn't under Trauma. It was just like, mm-hmm. can we make a movie? And then, yeah. But it makes sense. I mean, if you look at look at it, they came up in the whole 42nd Street, you know, like, like uh grindhousey kind of thing going on in new york so it they're definitely a byproduct of that which is uh, which i love because i love exploitation <laughs> you know um i'm happy with exploitation movies um and trauma is is i feel like it's while ho- with horror fans and a lot of horror fans they are always prevalent and and there for uh the comic cons and stuff like that but you know, it seems like the future is just going to be bright for trauma. I mean, coming up, because not only do they have the remake of the Toxic Avenger, you know, um, they released uh, Shakespeare's Shitstorm last year, which is their version of The Tempest. Yes. You know, I think uh, that's going to be at Mahoning this year. 
I think. Um, you know, uh, because uh, Troma Dance is going to be at Mahoning again. They actually just announced it. Nice. So they are going to uh, come back, um, you know, uh, but they actually have a movie now uh, that's um, written and directed by Brandon Basham, uh, who I really would love to get on on the show um, because there's a movie coming out called Slashing the Final Beginning, which <laughs> I-, I shared a, the trailer on, on my personal Facebook um, mm-hmm. about it. It looks like it's going to be just, it's going to do to slasher movies what, you know, I think Scary Movie maybe try to do and stuff like that. But like the poster kind of looks like um, the Maniac poster a little bit. And and there's the knife and there's like actually a caption that's pointing the knife says, this is supposed to represent a dick. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So like it, so I'm very excited about that. And actually the slashing now is kind of um, working its way around uh, a lot of, um, you know, like it's doing independent showings out in LA and stuff like that. So, mm-hmm. so hopefully fingers crossed that maybe uh, Brandon Basham would, would join us on plastic fangs uh, possibly in hey. the future. Uh, but, um, but I mean, but yeah, I mean, it seems like that trauma is just, um, you know, they're going, they're going to keep going, going. They've been around for 47 years. They could be around for 47 more. And Lloyd Coffin probably live that long. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uncle Lloyd. Oh, but, um, I got, I got yes. some, uh, some little, some extra bits here. Mm-hmm. Uh, this movie was chosen for the notorious German Schalfass series. Now, I was like, what the hell is Shalfas? It was aired on September 29th, uh, sorry, September 2019 on German TV station Tele5. Shalfas is a German abbreviation, means the worst films ever. (laughs) In that series, two hosts present the whole film and make fun of it throughout the movie. So it was like a German MST3K. They show this, I guess, maybe the first time on German television in September 2019. Oh, wow. Um, I gotta, if it's all right, if you don't mind indulging me, I -hmm. wanted to read from this book, uh, Heavy Metal Movies, uh, from the late great Mike McBeardo McPadden, Mm because he actually, this is like an encyclopedia. Yeah. Of, of, of like, he has a uh, teen movie hell book and he has this one. And I was like, I wonder if he has the Toxic Avenger. So if you don't mind indulging me for a bit, I'm going to, I'm going to read his little excerpt uh, that that he made about this movie. Tugs Avenger 1984, Mutants, Metal Reality. Those are the highlights. <laughs> uh, the best known byproduct of New York schlock processing plant trauma films, the Tugs Avenger bridges the studio's early standout transgressions, blood-sucking freaks Mother's Day, and the cynical cutesy poo rubber vomit jokes uh, with which it later became synonymous. All these years and all these terrible trauma movies later, the Toxic Avenger remains grossly likable and uh, worthily metal because it's all about metal. Mm -hmm. Um, As with the crazy magazine Teen Hulk series from a year or two earlier, the central uh, Incredible Hulk horror uh, parody concept is great. Uh, Here, weakling janitor in radioactive toilet town, Tromaville, New Jersey, is transformed by a glowing ooze into a hyper-violent, mop-wielding super monster. 
the movie's over-the-top attitude results in a number of bona fide shocks. Not only does a kid get his head splattered by a car in an up-close shot, one of the female perpetrators later masturbates the Polaroids of the carnage. Uh, <laughs> Toxic Adventure features so many fantastically atrocious moments. Nerdy Melvin foaming and bubbling as he transforms into Toxie. Cigar face shoving, uh, showing off how he got his nickname by smashing a lit stogie into a cop's kisser. Uh, the shotgun ex uh, execution of a blind girl's guide dog. Death by milkshake maker, the effect of gravity on a gym rat's head under the weights of a bench press machine, and entertainingly obese mayor of Tromaville ceaselessly stuffing his fat bug. Um, and it kind of goes on about how the cartoon, how we talked about that. Uh, yeah, so I just want to kind of mention that that from this book. So, I mean, yeah, I could keep That's, on going. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, um, it, it's, it's unfortunate that... Um, that that he passed Mitt away. McPadden. but yeah but yeah but he he loved it enough to, to put it in his book yeah um i do you want to hear some critics some critiques yes. of the let's, movie let's hear <laughs> hey aaron any guesses for what critics may have said hey if they didn't say fucking amazing i'll be surprised i'm, I'm, sitting here the whole time I'm like kind of um i'm kind of glad that i went in blind in this for me personally Mm -hmm. But then it probably didn't make for as much fun. I'm thinking now, I'm like, maybe I should have watched it beforehand because I found myself kind of dipping out and being like, what is going on with this what thing? What is going on? What is this movie's crazy. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> it, like, I would definitely recommend it for anyone who's listened to this who hasn't seen the movie. Mm -hmm. it's, I can't it's... believe I went this long without sitting through the entire movie. Honestly, up until a few weeks ago, I'd never watched watched it in it's in its entirety until recently, and I was like, "Man, this is this is a mm -hmm. solid, crazy mm -hmm. flip." Like, you're not going to see this, anymore. and then you get kind of watch it, and you go, "This has kind of been like this." They've taken this idea for other movies, definitely. Mm -hmm. Like, I keep on thinking of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles when I watch this movie. That's the first thing I not to say that they ripped it off, but I'm like, there's similarities here, definitely. Yeah, hundred percent. All right. Uh, the critiques of this film. Mm. Author and film critic Leonard Malton awarded the film 2.5 stars out of four, calling the film, quote, a funny spoof, not without violence and gore, but still entertaining. I was shocked to hear Leonard Malton <laughs> say anything like that. I was like, he's usually kind of, he's not like a Siskel and Ebert, but he's kind of harsh sometimes on horror movies. Uh, Stephen Holden of the New York Times rated the film a score of three out of five, complimenting the film for its maniacally farcical sense of humor while also noting that the film itself was trash <laughs> uh tv guide gave the film a negative one out of five stars writing quote though it is silly sleazy and graphically violent the toxic avenger does hold a bit of a warped charm for fans of this sort of thing <laughs> for you sickos for you sick fucks <laughs> um Keith, uh, no, Keith Phipps from the AV Club, so this is fairly recent, mm -hmm. uh, was highly critical of the film, writing, as for the movie itself, it is still a piece of trash. Jesus. Yeah. Uh, if a marginally entertaining one, oh, if a marginally entertaining one, it is too self-consciously per, uh, periodic uh, to be good quiche, or kish, Jesus, wait, kitsch, and too gross to be all that fun. I think you overthought that, dude. I, I think you just should have been like, yeah, it's entertaining. Uh, Kim Newman. Uh, yeah. Kim Newman from Empire Online, though the effects are gloopy, the filmmaking, which is down to trauma su supremo 
Lloyd Kaufman is strictly entry level. Toxie has returned in four sequels and you get much of the same bad taste in, in your mouth from Class of Nukem High Films, Troma's War, Terra Firmer, Tromeo and Juliet, Sergeant Kabuki Man, NYPD, etc. All in all, a fairly unpleasant experience for most audiences. I don't hmm. think so, ma'am. Yeah. Um, and... To me, yeah. trauma movies are kind of like um, guitar players. You know, like Jimmy Page has a sound. Jimi Hendrix, Mike McCready from Pearl Jam. I mean, they have unique... Every guitarist has like their unique kind of sound. Eddie Van Halen, you know, I mean, list can go on and on. If you hear a guitar, you can be like, that's that guitar player. Mm -hmm. Same with filmmakers. And with trauma, you kind of expect, you expect, you know, the over top gore, the, uh, you, you know, the lack of political correctness, you know, the, um the you know the nudity the the oh the, i can't believe they're gonna go there and they go there i mean yeah. it's it's a trauma staple and you know it, it's it's one of those things where you know it, it's it's art at the end of the day it may not be the art that you think art should be it may not be stereotypical art but it's filmmaking and it's very most primal and raw form what they say what was the line at the end of uh the dark knight it's, it's not the it's not the hero <laughs> they need but the hero no it's not the hero they want but the hero they need it's the art <laughs> somewhere in there John, somewhere in there yeah. yeah but like i think the more i think the more movies i had a conversation with someone last week about something similar uh, the more movies you see and there's different styles of movies I don't think it's fair to judge a movie like okay so how can I possibly as a critic or whatever mm -hmm. uh, turn on a movie called The Toxic Avenger or Tromeo and Juliet or Shakespeare's Shitstorm and judge that on the same playing field as some Shawshank movie. Redemption yeah like uh, yeah. how can I possibly and then shit on it for that reason. I yeah. think there should be parameter. Like, I'm not saying there should be, like, it should be like a law, but like these people should mm -hmm. be basing this thing off of what it set out to do. Yeah. Like, did it do its job? It, it, it wasn't trying to win any, you know, Oscar winning performances or any sort of crazy. It was a movie about a toxic Avenger. Like, yeah. Yep. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, I mean, in all honesty, though, you can kind of compare. I mean, what's better, this or the the Captain America, the very first Captain America movie that was oh, from nineteen ninety? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, I would go Toxic Avenger. There you go. Yeah. E even uh, though I I don't know if that was Charles Band who did that, but it was definitely mm -hmm. yeah low budget. The only reason why they did that is so they didn't lose the rights to it. Yeah. Right. Well, but yeah. Marlon Brando, um, you know, when it, when he won an Oscar, he had the Native American uh, lady accept it for him and stuff. Mm -hmm. and, and I believe it was Marlon Brando that said, you know, as far as with uh, getting a, a, a trophy for acting, you know, how do you know I'm the best actor? We didn't play the same part. And, and that's really kind of an interesting thought about it, you know, is like, 
you know, these award shows uh, and, you know, because, I mean, you know, award season is yeah. upon us. I mean, the, the Oscars are coming up and it, it's it's one of those things where, you know, how can you compare different artists? I mean, you know, and stuff like that. It's kind of like, you know, entering a photo contest and stuff like that. There are clearly parameters, you know, that they judge this stuff and it kind of cheapens it and breaks it down, you know? Well, um, yeah, and that would be another question that I would probably pose. Is it better to... So is something like Toxic Avenger that sets out to do exactly what it done. Is that better or is it better to have a huge high budget movie that tries to execute something that turns out to be shite? Like, um, uh, something like The Nun, for example. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know why I bring that up, but a really cool concept. They hyped it up so much throughout the Conjuring universe. Mm-hmm. And then the movie came out and everyone just seemed to be like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. The it's like, can yeah. you, I mean, you've got this movie that has, you know, $50 million budget, and then you've got Lloyd Kaufman's Toxic right. Avenger. Yeah. Can we really? Well, at the end of the day, film in general is built on the backbone of horror. Um, again, we had mentioned at the top of, of before we started the, the film, New Line was created i mean and flourished thanks to a horror movie nightmare on elm street um without toxic avenger would would we have james gunn you know would we have joe lynch you know would we have a lot of these actors and actresses yes i mean samuel jackson exactly yeah i mean yeah so influence is a big thing in fact uh speaking of awards uh the rock and roll hall of fame is actually going to be coming up here soon and they've been voting and and stuff like that and one of the major uh thoughts that some of the people that vote for acts to go into the hall you know consider is the influence you know what kind of influence did that music have on on the future and what have you uh, New Line, we know what happened with New Line. You know, I mean, with, you know, I mean, gosh, Lord of the Rings. Yeah. You, you know, and, and stuff like that. And, you know, it, it's, you can have, you can have a Conjuring universe. You know, you can have the Marvel Cinematic Universe, you know, but where, you know, you may not have a Marvel Cinematic Universe without promo. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it's one of those things where in a time when superheroes, I mean, yeah, you had Superman, right? Mm-hmm. Richard, yeah. Richard Donner's Superman. Um, you know, but I mean, you had superhero campy kind of things but trauma was the first one to take a superhero and make it just r-rated and and bad you know <laughs> i mean but then also turn into a a, a program for children yeah it's, it's yeah it's i guess if you look it's a very malleable concept you know, mm-hmm. it could be, it, I mean, and it has been, I mean, again, like we've said it already, like mm-hmm. cartoon, musical, 
toys. <laughs> it's it's yeah. So I'm and also too, I mean, whenever I think of trauma, I, mm-hmm. I, I think of the predecessor of trauma, which would have been um uh was it American International? That's uh oh goodness, what's his name? He did all Corman, Roger Corman. I think yeah. of Roger Corman. And then I also think of uh, Charles Band because he was coming mm-hmm. out of around the same time in the eighties. So I, I just I those those three mm-hmm. those those are the big three that where people kind of cut their teeth and then well when I say people actors and, and performers and right. people technical you know all that stuff they kind of start in that field and then go out. Roma is kind of like a football team, an American football team, where and I don't know, Aaron, it may. Uh, be uh in in you know international football uh soccer um where they're the team they're, they're like the football team that never goes to the super bowl but a lot of people that go to super bowls once played at mm-hmm. yeah and you know and i don't think they get enough i know like trauma is popular and and mm-hmm. it has a probably a, a, a decent sized hardcore following but I don't think the likes of Lloyd Kaufman and those people that you guys were talking about get enough credit. Not at all. Yeah. For yeah. what they do and how clever. I know like people probably look at Lloyd and, you know, he's in the last blockbuster, which is probably the most recent thing that people mm-hmm. have seen and kind of go, he's some kooky, like weird ass old dude. That guy is a genius. Yeah. I mean, he, and even if you write, it, it makes it even more so if you think his, all his movies are trash. Because then mm-hmm. it's like, okay, so this dude has made tens of millions of dollars yeah. on movies that you think are absolute trash. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody's right, like, watching you, them. Some, some of those names you mentioned, like Samuel L. Jackson, mm-hmm. uh, like all those different people, without, I think, a, a platform like that, like that's a step on the ladder for those yeah. people. Without yeah. that, can you get to that next? I mean, how right. are you going to get to the top of the ladder if there's no rungs? Where do you, yeah, where do you start? Yeah, exactly. I mean, uh, same thing with Roger Corman. If it wasn't mm-hmm. for Roger Corman, you, we'd never have, we would not mm-hmm. have uh, Jack Nicholson. Mm-hmm. Exactly. His first movie was Little Shop of Horrors. He played the crazy guy who liked to get his teeth drilled. And he was great because you remember him. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's, yeah, like you just said, it's the same thing. It's, yeah, you got to start somewhere. And thank, thank, thank goodness that, <laughs> that, yes. that these, these things still exist, you know? Mm-hmm. It's well, crazy that they've been able to evolve and have the streaming platform and stuff now. I don't know how oh, popular yeah. it is. Probably within the circles, it's quite popular. But mm-hmm. the fact that he's even still at his age trying to innovate and mm-hmm. and expand his empire. That he's got. Yeah, <laughs> yes. it's, it's it's actually like quite admirable, really, when you think about it. It, it is. It's, it's inspiring. Yeah. That's for yeah. sure. Yeah. Like and, just keep on going. Yeah. People are going to say this, but you'll, you'll find your fans. You'll find, you'll find the people who, who like this. They'll find you. Yeah. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. And of course, you know, uh, trauma uh, and their socials have, have always been target for inappropriate content and stuff like that, <laughs> you know? Um, but you know what? It, 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 it finds its way out there and people find out about it. Um, you know, I was actually uh, thinking as we're kind of wrapping up this watch party of Toxic Avenger uh, on this beautiful Earth Day, um, <laughs> I, I was actually want to give a shout out to a member of the Horror Pod family, and that is um, Night of the Horror File podcast, who actually all month have been doing Trauma Month. 
and uh, they've got great podcasts on Surf Nazis Must Die and Poultry Geist, um, you know, uh, Rabid Grannies. Uh, so uh, check them out. Uh, night, uh, night of the uh, horror file podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Um, and they're also on Instagram and all the socials and all that I've been listening. Uh, I mean, and it's, it's cool. I mean, and, and it's great because again, you hear, uh, get to hear the perspective of some more people that, that kind of have a love of, of trauma. And what, what's funny is that, um, you know, it's a husband and wife, you know, heck Johnson and his wife that do, the the podcast and you know his wife hasn't seen any of these and of course if you think of trauma and, and stuff <laughs> like that so so yeah it's it's pretty entertaining to listen to it, it was it was it, yeah, it, it was half the fun of doing this was watching aaron go yes because <laughs> I'm, yes. I'm like parts coming up all right yeah because oh, no. <laughs> part of me like i said before i'm i'm kind of glad i went in completely blind but then at the same time like yeah. part of me wished i had watched it at least once beforehand mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. uh uh, now i want to like i said i've already just over the course of this watch party i've already bought one of the the t-shirts and the four movie box set as well. oh there you go wow so man that'll that's tell you awesome i'm sold wow. on this already <laughs> you're helping finance the next chroma movie yeah all right yeah Dude, that's awesome that is awesome <laughs> that's how only, easy only... it is uh, yeah, exactly it's like we're doing a podcast watching a movie your first time you like it you're buying the products that's that's crazy that's awesome i love that <laughs> i think that that calls back to what we were just talking about where you said like um you, your people will find you if you just keep doing mm-hmm. your thing yeah yeah there you go <laughs> there it is <laughs> yeah uh, i'll tell you what i uh i i don't think trauma is number 37 in ireland though Oh, you son of a gun man. as long as they're just somewhere behind 49 i'm happy you got it you got it yeah if they're uh, if they're behind me i'm grand yeah meanwhile grace and emer are smiling from number one spot <laughs> <laughs> uh but um but aaron man this is great love the watch parties uh with you and and hanging out uh this has uh become uh, uh a really cool thing to do Mm-hmm. and uh where can everyone find you uh most active on instagram first class horror and other than that i have uh, a website now for the podcast so it's just classhorrorcast.com it's a nice looking website i am envious um it's a work in progress mm-hmm. i haven't done too much with it i just kind of got it done and haven't really done too much with it because i don't mm-hmm. want to keep messing with it um and other than that just the usual places itunes spotify stitcher anywhere you get podcasts really nice very nice very cool and and aaron you're also on tiktok i am i am on tiktok oh i'm not on tiktok i do i will say i do want to make more videos i see a lot of people Mm. do cool videos with um you know collection videos and different things like that or showing off props Mm. they have or whatever but uh I don't know. I feel like I'm not creative enough for that. There was a reason I chose a podcast because I have a face for podcasting. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) Well, don't uh, don't sell yourself short, dude. Yes. Uh, John, you want me to leave you and Aaron alone? For- oh, jeez. <laughs> dude, I've uh, seen way uglier dudes than you. No. Yes. <laughs> Why did you Avenger. call me ugly? You piece of crap. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Uh, well, of course, you can uh, follow the Plastic Fangs podcast on TikTok now at Plastic Fangs Podcast and Twitter at Plastic Fangs Pod. And John, where else can they? Uh, Instagram at Plastic Fangs Podcast, Facebook Plastic Fangs Podcast. And you can hear us anywhere you listen to your podcast. In the world. Yeah. (laughs) And if you've gotten to this point in the watch party, you should immediately turn this off once I finish this sentence and go and review both of us on iTunes. Um, Yes. More so me. Uh, I need it. <laughs> uh, we, hey, we don't need the help, right? <laughs> you motherfucker! <laughs> oh my, that one. Sorry, I'm that sorry. Oh man! Um, and also, just keep an eye out. I have a, an idea for another watch party next month for a, a strange holiday that I didn't really know existed. Um, so maybe if the guys are down, we'll be able to do it. A little, uh, a little teaser, dude. Nice, nice, teaser. nice. Yeah, well, we'll see. Uh, we'll see what kind of uh, flowers the April showers bring in May. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> All right. Well, for the Plastic Things podcast, this is Rodney Self. I'm John Ramsey. And for Class Hardcast, I'm Aaron Doyle. And uh, hey, Aaron, guess what That's happened? What? Guess what happened? Well, I don't know. You've been bit.